This is a podcast from Seven Vineyard. So I just want to introduce um, Jason to you. Jason and Sam Wiley are from Trowbridge. And um, Owen and I have known them for a number of years and become really good friends with them. We really respect and value you guys a lot. They led um, West Wilts Vineyard for a number of years and have been a a real inspiration to us. Um, But you successfully handed that over um, last year. And now both you and Sam as well as other things, but work as spiritual directors. So I just want to give a shameless plug there. If you're looking for a spiritual director, Jason or Sam are the best. And you can speak to me or speak to Jason afterwards. Um, But other than that, I'm going to hand over to you. Thanks. Wonderful. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. It's uh, lovely to be with you. Uh, What I have to share with you this morning is very, very simple. It's so simple you could actually miss it. So if it comes over as too simple when you get home this afternoon, just read Leviticus and that'll help to compensate. And if you have any questions about that, don't ask me, just talk to Owen and Claire and they will happily go through all of your theological questions about Leviticus. Um, I want to start with a uh, story, something that uh, affected me very, very profoundly. I wasn't looking to have a particularly profound experience, um, but I went out for the day to Wells with my wife we're like going there sometimes, going to the cathedral. And we sat in a uh, restaurant, which is about halfway up the main kind of high street. And my wife went off uh, to the toilet and I was just sat there, just looking out the window, just kind of daydreaming really. And as I was daydreaming, it was a beautiful sunny day and I was kind of looking across to the other side of the street. And there was this uh, homeless guy who was sat in the doorway opposite that caught my attention. And I'm assuming he was homeless. There were various things about him, you know, about his dress and all the rest of it that suggested that he was in that situation. And I was just watching him and I was very drawn to the fact that he looked very down. He looked very isolated. He looked very kind of within himself, wasn't particularly engaging much with the world or what was going on around him. He looked very... I think maybe overlooked is perhaps the best word and was kind of sort of projecting a sense of like, you know, not really wanting to engage with anybody. But at the same point in time, obviously happy to receive any help that anybody gave him. And as I was sitting there and I was, I was looking at this guy and I was kind of thinking about him and I'm quite an empathic person, so I think I was kind of picking up a bit of how I thought he was feeling. And then this guy just came walking along and this guy stopped... And I I think perhaps he knew him. I'm not 100% sure, but this guy stopped and he kind of bent down. They had a a little bit of a conversation. They had a little bit of an interaction together. And this guy took something, and I I don't know what it was. I've no idea what it was. I'm going to guess maybe it was some money or maybe some vouchers. or I've no idea. It was just some kind of little piece of paper or something or maybe a little envelope. And very, very just gently and discreetly gave it to this guy. He, He received it from him. And then this guy just walked off. And then this guy's whole countenance, everything about him just changed. It just, it just lifted. It became completely different. He became seemingly much more happier. There was a smile on his face. There just seemed to be a light and an energy about him. And this guy that had just been completely just sort of withdrawn into this doorway moments before, all of a sudden, is like a completely different person. And I was just watching this and then it, the moment just kind of continued because he then started to engage with all the people that were walking past him. 
he started smiling at people. Somebody went past with a pram and he started looking and smiling and messing about with this little child in a pram as they went past. And then he was chatting to other people and having interaction with them. And then there was another guy who walked down my side of the street who was also, again, I'm making assumptions here, but a, a homeless guy, and he had this bag with him. And he was talking across the street. I couldn't hear what they were saying. He was talking across the street to this other guy. And the guy on the other street was now encouraging him. And I remember him looking at him. He was going, solidarity, brother, you know, be strong. And then he gave him what I think is like a piece of advice about something or other. And then this guy who'd been coming along, who also looked pretty down, suddenly seemed a little bit more kind of chipper. And then he just kind of walked off as well. And then eventually there were some people that came along and then this guy got up with them and he just kind of walked off with them. And it had a really profound impact on me. Just sitting there, minding my own business, just looking out the window, watching this whole thing unfold. How just one simple moment for this one guy changed seemingly everything for him but then everything for everybody around him as well. Just one simple moment. And that's what I want to talk to you about this morning, is just how one simple moment can change everything. And I was thinking about this story, and I've been wanting for ages to share this story in this kind of context. This is the first time I've had the opportunity to do it. And I was thinking to myself, I wonder what the ripples were that went on from that one simple moment through that day and through the lives of those other people. I wonder maybe the people that went past this homeless guy now and he was chatting and he was having banter with people and mucking about, maybe they went off with a smile and that smile went on to somebody else and somebody else and somebody else and somebody else. And maybe the guy on this side of the street was homeless as well. Maybe now him having a sense of courage, him having a sense of being lifted up in some shape or form, what impact that had. And I was thinking, I wonder how many people that has impacted. And then I came to the conclusion, because I'm a little bit slow sometimes, that it's still happening now because I'm still talking about it. This one little moment that took place in a street where one guy decided to stop, value somebody else, see them, speak to them, treat them like a person, give them something of which, again, I know not what it was that they gave them. And now, a year or two later, it's still being talked about. One simple moment can change everything. And if you remember nothing else from what I say today, my encouragement is to take that away today because I'm still wondering how far that ripple goes and it was interesting being in Wales because Wales I know it's not a big city like Bristol but it's still a city and when you think about what life is like in cities and I'm from Bristol originally they're becoming places that are increasingly more stressful uh, anxious there's a fast pace they're all of the things that you have to deal with. I was talking to my daughter this week who's currently living in London. She's saying to me, Dad, I'm being really impacted. She's been there for a couple of weeks by the pollution. And she was talking about not just the pollution, pollution, as in, you know, the smoke and stuff you end up breathing in, but the fact that there's always light. It doesn't ever get properly dark. You know, light pollution as well. There are all the complexities attached to being in a city. There's the conflict that goes on in cities, which can leave us all feeling very stressed, anxious, lost, overwhelmed, small, insignificant, unseen and unimportant. And I don't know where you are this morning. I don't know how you feel. I don't know how your day has been today. I don't know how your week has been. I don't know how your life is right now. I don't know if lots of those things are part of your experience and how you're currently feeling. 
But today I just want to give you the simple, gentle reminder, which is so simple, it's so easy to miss. Again, that one simple moment can change everything. One simple moment with God, one simple moment with other people can change everything. And when you look at Jesus, again, we are at the very, very, very simple end here. The heart of the gospel in Acts 10, 38, it says that Jesus went around doing good. You know, sometimes in church we can overcomplicate what it is to be a Christian, what it is to try to follow Jesus. And yet scripture is very, very clear. Jesus went around doing good. And we are called, in Ephesians 2.10, it says that we've been created in Christ Jesus for good works. In other words, just to do the same thing. Jesus went around doing good. We're to just go around and doing good as well. And whilst so much of what Jesus does is seen and has been recorded, if you look at the end of uh, John's Gospel, it says there are many other things that Jesus did, which if they were written down, the world couldn't contain the books of the things that he did. And I imagine so many of those things were small and simple and probably unseen by many people and yet had a profound impact on lots of other things. And my sense today in being here is that there are probably some of us today who actually undervalue ourselves and undervalue the impact perhaps that we have. I wonder how many of us don't actually understand and appreciate the good things that we do and the impact it can have on other people because maybe we are killing ourselves by comparison. I love to be inspired. I love to listen to people who are amazing speakers. You know, there was the Vineyard Gathering recently, which I always call, to me, it'll always be the NLC. I don't know why. People call it the VLG. To me, in my mind, it's always the NLC. It's great to be inspired by those people. And it's great to hear testimony sometimes from a big organization or a big speaker or a big church. But when you are a pastor of a, a normal or normal-sized church doing ordinary life, that can feel very, very hard to compare yourself. You know, did we have 9,000 people come to Jesus last week? No. Does that mean that we're not very good? You know, are we being invited every week onto national television to speak? No. Does that mean that we're not very good and perhaps you're feeling undervalued and perhaps you're feeling unseen perhaps you are killing yourself by comparison and if you are I want to say to you today very simply that God sees you God sees you and what you do matters who you are matters I had a sense in preparing today that for some people you felt particularly undervalued in your workplace. And especially, I don't know why, maybe it's just my imagination or because I'm doing some part-time work in a school at the moment, that especially for some of you who are involved with schools or colleges, in some shape or form, you felt undervalued, you felt unseen. And if you feel that way, I want to say sorry to you today. Sorry if you feel undervalued and unseen. Sorry if you've come to that place where the small everyday things that you do that actually make a huge difference, for some reason or another, you're not able to appreciate or to see the impact of those things. This is not just a thing where I want to talk to you today and say about, you know, it's important that we go and that we do things. 
I wonder if we think about that story, if there are some of us that just need that simple moment ourselves with God or from the kindness of another person expressing the love of God. And there's some of us today that just need somebody to stop to see you and give you something in order that you can then move forward. You can experience a simple moment yourself. I was doing a retreat a little while ago and somebody said to me, what do you think is the uh, most important spiritual discipline? Which is obviously a trick question, definitely a trick question. So I sat there for a minute and then I thought about it and I thought to myself, what is the best one? I don't know. And then just the word honesty came to my mind. And I just said to this person, you know, I think it's honesty. And I think it's honesty in so much as just telling the truth about yourself to God. Just being real about who you are, just being real about where you are. In the same way I think of it as a father myself with two kids, two adult children. I would love them just to be able to continue to tell me their truth. I don't mind. I don't care where they're up to, what's going on, what's happening in their lives. I'm the dad. I just want to bless them. I just want to have a relationship with them. I want them to come to me as they are and just be honest. Just be real. And friends, I would encourage you this morning in this little bit of time that we have together, just to be honest with where you're at. Do you feel undervalued? Do you feel overlooked? Are you living a life that seems quite simple and maybe even insignificant to other people? And yet God's looking at you and saying, I love you. As a father looks at his child, says, I love you. I'm for you. I, I am just so grateful for these simple things that you do for other people. Or are you in a space this morning where you really need that moment, like I said a few seconds ago, for God to reach down to you and to give you something that's going to be a simple moment this morning that will make a change, that will bring a ripple effect out from what it is that you're doing. So I really don't have masses else to say than that, other than that I would love to pray. Would that be okay? Do you know, in my heart, I just long for the day I'll get invited to a black church. You know, do you know what I mean? Just where, you know, because when you ask people stuff, particularly say, do you want to pray? And the response that you get, so but, you know, let's, let's try it again, you know? Or is, it, or is it because you're like, no, do you know what? We want you to carry on talking for another 20 minutes. We can't possibly have somebody finish so quickly. Is that, is that what it is? No? Okay, let's try again. Do you know, I think I'm finished there? Oh, no, you could have gone either way there. That's fine. You could either way. Either way is absolutely fine. Um, but I love us to pray. It's a little better. It's a little better. Yeah, it's felt a little bit like... That's good. That's good. Easy, though. Easy. There are, there are lines here that you need to navigate very sensitively, so just uh, be aware of that. Cool. Well, let's, 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 let's pray. Can I invite you to stand? Would that be okay? Yes. God, amen. Thank you, sister. God is, God, is, God is present. God is always with us. God is in all. God is through all. And I'd just love to... Um, just bless a couple of people before we pray, if that's okay, and just to pray for them. Claire, I would love to just bless you and pray for you. Is that okay? I wonder if just one or two people that are here that are part of church that love Claire, I'm sure you all do, want to just, just gather around and just put, lay a hand on a shoulder or something just to pray, just blessing. It's really important to bless your leaders. So if one or two of you just want to, I would just love to pray for you. Father, I just want to thank you so much for this woman.
Sam and I have been so blessed by her friendship. And Claire, you have an incredible kindness and gentleness. And I just want to bless you. Bless you in the name of Jesus right now. Receive everything that the Holy Spirit of God has for you in this season of life that you're in right now. May you know God's favour, his blessing, his presence, his kindness to you. Would he fill your heart with an increased compassion for all the people around you? And would he give you strength? Father, would you give your daughter more strength, more wisdom, more clarity, more discernment? Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And I'd love to just pray for Becky, the worship leader, if that's okay. Just wanted to bless you too. Is that okay? Because just the same thing, just maybe one or two people just gather around if you want to and just put a hand on a shoulder. I just want to thank you so much for your worship this morning, your worship leading. As you led us in worship this morning, I just felt a real sense of unhurriedness in your worship and gentleness, which was wonderful. And the, the phrase I had in my heart was linger. And I had this sense of you lingering more and more with God just in your day-to-day life. And I know when people say stuff like that, it can be, it can sound like it's an invitation just to always go away into a quiet place. And I think there are those things. But the picture I had in my heart was actually of you learning to linger throughout your day. It was almost as if you were going through your day and you would like a smell. You'd get like almost like a fragrance of Jesus and you would just take time to linger. And that that lingering would go into your worship leading. You would become more and more um, just able. I hate that word, but you know what I'm saying. Able just to linger in worship and let other people linger with you in that space. And the word I had then was awakening, is you linger in worship in that unhurried, gentle, simple way. God's going to awaken things in other people through that time and that space, us just coming to that place. Yeah, those of you guys that pray for them, just carry on praying for them. For everybody else, just encourage you just to close your eyes for a moment if you're not already in that space and I believe that there are some of you here this morning who you're like that guy that I saw across the street. You're waiting for something from Jesus. You need something from Jesus this morning. You need a word. You need something. And I want you to imagine as you've got your eyes closed in this moment, okay, that you're, you're that guy sat on that street and you want something from Jesus. And if that's you, what I'd love you to do just momentarily, and this is just being symbolic, is just put your hands out in front of you if that's you. You want to receive something from Jesus this morning. Okay? Just put your hands out in front of you. You want to receive something from Jesus this morning. And I just want to encourage you in this moment, in this prayerful moment, in the presence of God. God is always present, always working. He's in all, he's through all. Use your God-given imagination. And imagine Jesus sat with you now. And imagine that he hands you a piece of paper. And there's something on that for you. I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter. Maybe it's a word. Maybe it's a sentence. But it's something that you need from God this morning. I'm just going to leave a minute or two. Isaiah says those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. We're just going to wait on the Lord. Father God, I just pray you just release to these people right now whatever it is they need, this little simple moment.
this little simple moment. I had a sense there are a couple of you that are in real need, real need. And this is not a glib exercise to do. This is a moment between you and Jesus. Father God, we just release right now by the power of your spirit to these people what it is they need. That word, that phrase, that reassurance. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Just while people have got their eyes closed as well, I love just momentarily if you're feeling brave, any of you that have come in today and you feel very undervalued, no one else is looking. It's just me. If there's anybody that does feel that way, I'd love to just pray for you quickly. But would you be brave and just whilst people got their eyes closed, just put up a hand, feeling undervalued in the work that you do and unseen. If that's you, would you just put, put up a hand just so I can pray for you? Bless you. Thank you for your bravery. I pray peace for you. I pray peace for you. And I pray as well that you would be able to see his eyes upon you. Scripture says that God's eyes are upon you. And I want to speak over you that what you do is actually of great worth and value to God. Seeds grow in darkness. Great things are often born in the quiet. Don't despise small beginnings. And never underestimate the power of who you are and the power of who God is in you. One last thing that I want to just pray for, but I want to just share a very brief little story that my daughter sent me this week, which is amazing. There's a guy who went to get his hair cut. It's a Christian guy, right? Very spiritual moment, obviously, going to the barbers to get a haircut. Goes to barbers he's never, ever gone to before. It's the end of the day, walks in, sees this guy, looks at him, goes, well, he must be a proper barber. Because by modern standards, he had lots of tattoos, really cool beard, you know, those funky barber glasses, the whole thing. So he went and he sat in the guy's chair and he didn't even say anything to him, didn't say what kind of haircut he wanted or anything at all. He just sat there and then a the guy started, started cutting his hair and did an amazing job and he had this great conversation. And then right at the very, very end of the conversation, 
it got onto church. This guy who just mentioned church, something or other. And this barber said to him at the end, he said, as soon as you came in, he said, I just started to feel calmer. He said, and as you've sat down in this chair, and as you've spoken to me, I felt calmer and calmer and calmer. And all day, I felt anxious. And before you came in, I was feeling so anxious and so stressed, I didn't even know I was going to be able to get through this. Nobody prayed for anybody. There wasn't a ministry team. There was no worship team, sorry. There wasn't a big conference speaker. This was just a simple moment where someone was just being themselves. And what they carried had an impact on what was going on around them. And so the last thing I'd love to pray for is if you would just love to have more of that going on in your life. That's the best way I can phrase that. It's the worst invitation for prayer I've ever done in my life. Here's a story with some cool stuff in it. I think there's something in it for you. Would you like more of it? That's probably about as, as, as good as I can do. Would you be, want to be people who are simple moment givers, simple moment sharers, knowing that you're doing it because you've got the Spirit of God within you. You have to strive. You can just be, you can just go, and you can have purpose. So who would like some more of that, whatever that is? Cool. Do you want to come to the front? We'd just love to pray for you. Same thing. Why don't you just, as you're here, just, it's a symbol, symbolic thing. You may or may not feel something. That's fine. We just put your hands out in front of you. It's just a posture to receive. And just would love to just want to bless you. Bless you. Bless you. My dear friends, brothers and sisters, I bless you as children of God, as carriers of the Holy Spirit. of knowers of the great mystery to go and have simple moments simple moments with God and simple moments with others that change lives I want to free you this morning from performance I want to free you this morning from striving I want to free you this morning from anything else that holds you back or stops you just living and moving and being in him and I want to speak freedom over you. Freedom to be who you are in Christ, to be your shape. Freedom to people that can be people that can carry a fragrance of Jesus with you wherever you go. That's almost like a gentle tide, just washing against rocks, slowly wearing them down. And perhaps there are rocks in people's hearts or circumstances or situations around you and you wonder, is this ever going to change? And Jesus is saying, yeah, I'm just gently, gently through you over time. And I pray God's favour for you as well, friends. May you know God's favour as you go. And may you have divine appointments, simple moments that create ripples out through time and through space and through history that help to bring the love of God to more and more people.
Thank you, God, for your presence. Thank you that you're here. bless you to know in ever-deepening ways the great love of the great lover, to grow indefinitely in love for God and your brothers and sisters and God's entire created order, to be rooted in your identity as a child of God, to be conformed to the image of Christ, to be responsive to the work of the Holy Spirit, to trust always in the action of God's grace and aided by the power of the Holy Spirit, May you always listen to others with love, with humility, with compassion, tenderness and kindness, with patience and wisdom, with great faith and hope, free from a critical judgmental spirit, looking keenly, eagerly and expectantly for the good work of God in others and encouraging them to respond to that work. And may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. God bless you. God bless you.